Y'all get ready. Yes, you get ready. Shout out to all my tea sippers out there. We are gathered here today to sip some tea, honey. So make sure you guys have your teacups ready because you already know this tea is what? Piping hot. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good today. So I want to come on here and kind of talk about the whole Tamar Braxton situation. I've been watching this play out for the past few weeks, and it looks like it's starting to come to a head. So if you guys don't know, everything kind of started like around July 15th where Tamar Braxton took to social media and she was basically going off on TV execs and she was upset because Braxton family values, um, their pay compared to the Kardashians is not equal. And so she was very upset about that. Somebody had tweeted her and this is what they said. They said, I wish y'all could work a deal with the black owned network. Any one of them would be ecstatic to have the Braxton family at BET, at OWN TV, at Bounce TV, at TV One. We all remember the ratings that at BFW, We TV brought into We TV. Hashtag pay them their worth, pay them their respect. So then Tamar Braxton replies and she says, are we going to talk about pay? I 100% wrote the theme song, Where's the Coin? Our show is on Netflix, Where's the Coin? 10 years on the air and we make 75% less than the Kardashians. How come there's no villains on that show? So, of course, when she said that, um, that post went viral and a lot of people were saying, okay, well, you guys can't compare yourself to the Kardashians. They cater to a whole different race, a whole different demographic. They have a really young fan base, you know, teenagers and, you know, people in their 20s because the the Jenner sisters, Kylie and Kendall and stuff like that. Um, plus, they have all the little young babies that people are tuning in to watch, you know, but she stood 10 toes down in that. She feels like she should be paid, you know, what they're worth, regardless of what people think or not. Um, also, the Kardashians have been on a lot longer than the Braxton family values. So that might play a bit into the pay difference as well. So two days after that, on Friday, July 17th, Tamar Braxton was rushed to the hospital. And it was rumored that it was a, you know, suspected S attempt, since we can't say the word. Um, so anyhow, Tamar was rushed to the hospital. And this is what the blast was reporting at the time. They're saying, according to sources, Tamar was staying at the Ritz-Carlton residence with her boyfriend, David Adefaso. We're told that David found Tamar unresponsive and called 911 to report his girlfriend had been drinking and taking an unknown and taking an unknown amount of prescription pills. Sources say he believed it was a possible attempt. Tamar was in stable condition, but is still unconscious at 12 a.m. and is under 24-hour watch at the hospital. So that is what was being reported back on July 17th. Um, people were really worried about her. The Braxton family flew in to go see her. And, you know, people were just trying to figure out what was going on with Tamar. Now, what was so crazy is that the night before she was rushed to the hospital, she took to social media and she was saying a lot of different things. Um, and supposedly she also sent an S note to her family um, and to her network, WeTV. She had wrote the following. I'm a slave. I do not own my life, my story, my pictures, my thoughts, my beliefs. I've asked my master to free me. I'm threatened and punished for it. The only way I see out is death. I will choose that before I continue to love like this. Please help me. So that's supposedly what she has sent out to her family members. So then soon after that, um, so soon after she sent that to her family members, um, she also changed her screen name on Twitter and it read Tamar Slave Braxton. That kind of reminded me of the whole Prince thing when he changed his name from Prince to a symbol. That's what that kind of reminded me of. So the whole situation was crazy. You know, fans were very much worried about her. 
And then um, she was deemed okay and transferred to another facility. And then the other day, the audio from the 911 call leaked. Okay, this leaked onto TMZ. And a lot of people had mixed feelings about this. So I want you guys to go ahead and listen to the 911 call, and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. Fire paramedic operator 148, what's the address of the emergency? And what's the emergency? Uh, my girlfriend is not responding. Are you with her right now? Yes. How old is she? She's not awake. She's okay, can you wake her up? Can you shake Can you shake her and yell at her? Try to wake her up. I'm shaking. She has a little bit of her eye open. All right, sir. Like I said, we're on the way. Um, I'm going to stay on the line with you. Okay, uh, she's been drinking. It's like a half a bottle. Uh, uh, <clears throat> she's on medication for depression. I don't know how much. She sent a letter earlier. She, uh, anyway, just ask him to hurry. I'm sorry, sir. You said she's on. Just ask him to hurry. She's on. She's on medication. She's she's uh, she takes medication, but she gets anxiety. I don't know if she's taking her medication or what. Oh, or if she's, uh, she was very angry earlier on. <clears throat> she has trouble with the network. She just, a company she's working with, and they did some things today, and she, no, no, no way. This before. I hope, she, I hope this is not. <sighs> okay. Yeah, when, when they're inside of the same room that you're in, you and I can disconnect. But until then, we have to keep our eye on her breathing, Okay. Okay, sir. You fucking network. <sighs> well, she needs she needs some help, sir. You guys, you guys, you guys should uh, look for some help for her. Okay, so you guys just heard the 911 call. Now, before everything had went down, the trailer for Get Your Life had come out. And a lot of people weren't necessarily feeling it. Tamar obviously felt some type of way about it because she felt like she was being depicted once again as the angry black woman. I'm just going to play you guys a small snippet. I'm not going to play everything because WeTV has privated it. So I want you guys to just go ahead and listen to this small snippet really quick. Not shutting us out. I lost my family. I lost my dream. It's time to give myself a shot. I have to be an angry black woman in every series. I'm not playing Russian roulette with my life anymore. I need a minute. Every single day. Okay, so you guys just heard that. So that along with the 911 call was definitely heartbreaking, especially to hear him crying. But now the Braxton family's coming out and they're kind of blasting him. Now, this was as of yesterday. And they're basically saying that the 911 call is raising eyebrows. So this is what's being reported. 
Tamar Braxton's family is puzzled by her boyfriend's actions the night of her appearance. They are alarmed by his influence over her emotions. Sources connected to the Braxton family tell TMZ that, that Tamar's boyfriend, David Adafaso, had seen the pilot episode and promo late last week for her new reality TV show, Get Your Life, and was very unhappy. We're told that David got angry about the show's content and how he was portrayed in it, and his reaction in turn made Tamar upset. TMZ broke the story when David called 911. He took time to explain that Tamar had issues with Wee TV, and that came to a head in the and that came to a head in hours leading up to him finding her unresponsive in the Ritz Carlton hotel room. Our sources say that Tamar's relatives find it strange that David was discussing details of her alleged network beef while she was desperately in need of medical attention. We're told that the family believes it further proves that David was the one who really had issues with the show's editorial choices. Tamar's family has also noticed a change since she started seeing David. According to our sources who say that Tamar's mood swings tend to align with how David feels, they also say that he's very involved in her business decision. As for David's portrayal in the pilot, someone who's seen the episode tells us that David at times comes off as demanding and controlling. In an episode, we're told that Tamar decides to go on a spiritual healing journey, which includes no sex for 45 days, something that really upsets David. It's hard to deny that the tension is played up in the promo during one scene. Tamar and David are arguing behind locked doors and Tamar yells, David, stop, before producers barge into the room. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, when I first heard that 911 audio, um, I did feel bad because he was crying and, you know, he was definitely taking it personal. But part of me, I felt it was very strange how he kept going on and on about, you know, the TV network and, you know, when will she be free and, you know, um, you know, her bosses at the networks have done so much to her. It's like he was doing all this complaining to the 911 operator. And at that time, I'm sure the 911 operator had no idea it was, you know, Tamar Braxton and David. You know, they're just doing their job. But it was very weird that he was ranting. And I know even in my comment section on Instagram, a lot of you guys felt like, you know, this is kind of odd. Is this some type of setup? Are they doing this to get out of the contract? Are they doing this, you know, to stop the show from premiering because they feel like what the show is getting ready to air may make both of them look bad? And maybe this is why they're doing this. Or maybe, you know, he stressed her out so bad about him possibly looking bad on the show that it just caused her undue stress to the point where she felt like she had no other choice but to swallow a bunch of pills and harm herself. So I know a lot of people were very torn about the 911 tape. Um, a lot of people were giving it the side eye. Like, this is just a weird conversation to have about the TV network. And it was a lot of blame being placed on the network almost as to shame them you know, because they know eventually the 911 call will be released because she is a celebrity. So if they can put the blame on WeTV, that's going to make them be like, you know what? We can't put this out because she tried to kill herself and it's not going to be a good look. So I definitely see where people have come to that conclusion. And especially now that the family is speaking out and the family is saying that, you know, David's 911 call is raising eyebrows, that says a lot. Because usually the Braxton family, they try and keep things under wrap and behind closed doors and all that stuff. But, um, but being that the family is feeling some type of way, it's also making me side-eye the situation. Now, with that being said, I do feel like Tamar Braxton's suicide attempt was real. And it's even being reported that at this point, she's risking possibly losing custody of her son and her son going to go live with Vince full time. 
because of what's going on with Tamar. But another thing that I found really disturbing, I'm not sure if many of you guys have picked up on this, Tamar and her boyfriend are living at the Ritz-Carlton in Los Angeles, which is extremely expensive. It's a hotel. And they're paying $25,000 a month. And from what's being reported, they were saying that Tamar's having financial difficulties and her and David are facing eviction um, from the Ritz-Carlton over a past due rent amount of $25,000 a month. And I don't know how many months they're behind, but the rent is twenty five grand a month, which to me just does not make any sense. I understand that she's no longer living the same lifestyle that she was accustomed to with Vince, but at some point in time, it would have made more sense if her and David got a home and they're paying, you know, two, three, maybe five grand a month for a home that they own as opposed to renting out a hotel suite. It just does not make sense. And a lot of people are giving him the side eye and saying, well, is he using Tamar? You know, I know he started his own YouTube channel. They've done like a couple series together and and things like that. And it seems like they're definitely scrambling to try and get some money. Now, when we first met David, we were introduced to him that he was a wealthy man. He was um, from Nigeria. He's a wealth manager. And they were saying that basically he's a certified public accountant. He has a Harvard business degree. Um, he's a trained wealth manager, advisor, uh, the owner of Scooty Inc., a company that finds solutions to one of America's most intractable problems, which is student loans. So this was allegedly what he was doing when he met, you know, Tamar. But my thing is, if you're a wealth advisor and you're a wealth manager and, you know, you're a CPA, them living in a place where they're paying 25 grand a month just does not make any sense. I mean, just financially, you don't need to be a CPA or accountant to realize that that's living above your means and there's no that you don't get anything out of it. There's no tax break. There's no equity. Why would you be paying 25 grand a month to stay in a hotel? And I believe, you know, definitely living above their means. And when you're living above your means, it can cause stress not only on yourself, your mental, you know what I'm saying, your relationship, because you're having to try and figure out what are we going to do next? You know, how are we going to take care of ourselves? How are we going to pay the bills? And if he really has no income coming in, you know, because basically he's making YouTube videos and, and doing things like that, and a lot of people's businesses have slowed down, that's probably put, that probably put more pressure on Tamar, hence why she decided to go back to WeTV in the first place and do the show. Because at least when they do the show, that's a quick, you know, check. That's enough to carry them through the year and things like that. So, you know, that's the part of reality TV that people don't talk about. You know, a lot of times people like to brag about the fame and the money. I'm living this lifestyle. But it's almost like you are signing a slave contract. It's like you're selling your soul. You know, and that's the sad part. A lot of people like to blame it on editing and say that they're being taken advantage of. But the thing is, they can't edit words to come out your mouth. They can't edit situations. And I remember watching the last season of The Family Braxton Values and just being disgusted by the final season. I mean, it was so toxic. It was so much drama. Tamar was just being so just very, very nasty to everybody, um, including the boyfriend at the time, her sisters. You know, you could just tell there was like a huge fracture. And the sad thing is, like I've said before, they allowed reality TV to basically ruin their family. These people do not get along like that anymore. Their bond has just been shattered. Um, you know, we've even seen them go on Eliana Fix My Life. It's just been a lot of just trauma and drama that's gone on with this family and it's very sad to see her wow. can't tie her nothing she's Don't upset because we ain't got no macaroni and cheese and chicken and well or, you know what or balloon one it ain't over listen 
We can go to one balloon. We can get on the hot air balloon. I got one gift I got to share between the five of my sisters. Wait a minute. Listen, but we can get in the hot air balloon tomorrow. That's one balloon. I give out Gucci bags for Christmas. It's my birthday. I got a pair of sunglasses between six girls. I'm just saying, like, what's going on around? Like, this is not a birthday celebration for me. Give me the honor of being my wife. It's just so not fair. Treat a boyfriend in the midst of my dinner had to propose to her. Trina, I don't want to talk to that bitch. Tell you can't leave now. It's not a good look for you. It's not a good look for you. I don't care. Run on Bar, my man, you stepped up today. It's not a good look. Tay, it's not a good look for y'all. Y'all look like No, we don't. No, we don't. Ain't nobody proposing on my Tamar, grow up. Tamar, oh, okay, 42 up. years old. What are you saying? Because when they were first on the show, they really cared for each other. And it was, you know, a, a, a genuineness between them. And then somehow that fame, you know, it just, it broke them up. It broke them up. And unfortunately, when you're known for being famous and you're known for being on TV, a lot of people don't want to then humble themselves and just go work a regular job or, you know, they, they like the glitz and the glamour and, you know, going on the red carpets and going to different events. That is addicting, you know. So I feel like that is why she went back to WeTV because if WeTV is that bad and they're the devil and they have you in a slave contract, then why go back? I believe she went back because of what she owed, the bills were piling up and things like that. So the whole situation is sad. And that's why I always say, like, you know, never envy people's situations. Don't think because you see somebody on television or you watch them on reality TV that everything is sweet. Just because you're famous and, and you're known worldwide for being on a show, that doesn't always equate to having money. That doesn't always equate to, you know, happiness and things like that. And I feel like there was a lot of deeper things going on in the entire situation. Well, now, as of two hours ago, okay, funny enough, after her family kind of blasted the 911 audio yesterday, David is now speaking out. He decided to break his silence with the blast. So he reached out to them, and this is what he's saying. So David says, on behalf of Tamar Braxton, I want to thank her fans and the public for their ongoing thoughts and prayers. Tamar is a beautifully talented woman, a devoted mother, a loving girlfriend, a dear sister, and a special friend to countless people. This is an extremely difficult time for Tamar and her family as she navigates professional and personal struggles, including her battle with depression he then goes on to say please continue to send prayers and hopes as tamar continues the path to recovery and ultimate happiness we ask to please respect tamar's privacy and her family's privacy during this during this important time of healing so that is what david had to say about the situation and hopefully you know what i'm saying she will find the needed healing that she needs because the whole situation is just really sad you know, and, and the S word is definitely not the answer. And Tamar needs to realize that she is loved. And it's not so much about love from the fans and from random strangers, but her family. And I hope that whatever issues going on between all of the Braxtons, from the mother to the father to the to the sisters, you know, they had recently lost their niece. And, you know, so I know the brother's going through it. I hope they're they're able to make amends. 
and they're able to come together as family. They've lost so much over the years. Like I said, the niece passing, her and Vince going through their divorce. Um, Gabe, uh, Trina Braxton's ex-husband, he died from cancer. You know, I mean, it's just been a lot of stuff that has gone on on this show. And I, I've been a fan of it from day one. So it's really sad to see, you know, fast forward 10 years later, what's become of everything. But again, that's why I always say you have to be careful what you wish for. Because I bet you anything that they could go back 10 years and say this is what's going to be in the future. This is what you're going to go through. They probably would have just turned down the show and continued their privacy and just being a regular family as opposed to putting everything out there for the world to pick apart. So I wish Tamar the best. You know, hopefully she will find healing. Hopefully David is doing right by her and he continues to protect her. But if the family feels like there's something wrong, then they need to definitely get involved. Don't just send messages to TMZ. Get involved and go and help your sister. You know, so the whole situation is insane, but I just wanted to come on and break that down for you guys. So let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Let me know your thoughts on everything that's going on with Tamar Braxton and her family basically coming out and saying that they're not feeling the 911 audio. How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about the entire situation in general? And then last but not least, um, do you feel like there's more to the story? Do you find it strange that David was like just speaking you know, about the whole Tamar situation with this 911 operator when it really wasn't their business. Like, did it seem contrived to you as opposed to coming off as genuine? And then do you think that WeTV will air the show Get Your Life or do you feel like they're just going to not air it just because of everything that's going on? So anyways, you guys, let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you thumbs up the video. Last but not least, make sure you hit that notification bell so that we can be down with the notification squad. So I'll talk to you guys later. Deuces. We'll be